the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered what those people think when they go to church every Sunday? Have you ever wondered why those people act one way on a Sunday and a totally different way Monday through Saturday? Have you ever wondered what's going on with the church? Well, today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm continuing this tough week. You know, this has been a tough week of tough questions. And you got to realize we ask tough questions because that's what leaders do. Leadership is not a popularity contest. And today, I want to continue what I've been doing all week long, asking questions that need to be asked. This week, we've asked questions like, why is it so hard to change? That's a fair question. Why is it so hard to change? We also ask, what can be delivered in the mail? Man, I'm stunned that you can basically order anything, things that can kill you, things that can kill somebody else, uh, things that will destroy your mind, your body. Boy, but we can get almost anything delivered in the mail today. Can you say Amazon? For me, one of the biggest disappointments of America circa 2023 is what's I don't know how to say it, the Holy Church of God. Now, please hear this, that when we say the church, what the world calls the church and what God calls the church are much different. I understand that. But today, I want to take a look at why church attendance is so low. We're going to take a look at the church of God. I'm a member. I'm a blood-bought saint of the risen king. I have so many people come to my training, and they don't want me to talk about God. They think I'm this holy roller. And this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this show, because honesty, it was Jesus himself that said the truth will set you free. But first you must know this truth. And the truth is easy. It's in Romans 3.23, all fall short of the glory of God. And so I'm going to tell you, when I criticize people, I first start with my own profession. I criticize men pretty hardcore. I criticize teachers. I criticize parents. Because I'm one of them, and I know the flaws, and I know the foibles, and I know the shortcomings. And one of my, I'm a a bigger critic of the church than those that don't like the church. Because the Bible is clear that judgment starts first in the church. And what we call the church day is a disgrace. It's a disappointment. And I believe what's going on is I have a great disappointment in, in people's desire to seek God's word, God's way, and God's will. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be joined by my friend, fellow Bible teacher, Don No. 
And we're going to take this hour of power and we're going to discuss why is church attendance at an all-time low. It's going to be raw. It's going to be unapologetic. It's going to be two men who love Jesus Christ talking, two men who eat scripture, two men who just had a terrible church experience that basically were being trashed by the people that run a church here in Dallas-Fort Worth in the Fort Worth area, were being lied about, um, ties are being taken to to go on honeymoon trips and take money from old people to, to do his own TV show, Shane TV. So I, I, this is fair. This is from the inside out. This is not someone on the outside criticizing church. It's someone on the inside because we need to change. We need to change a lot. But before we get into that, I want to share with you a great story. I told you one of my models for my radio show is Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey used to do a a show called The Rest of the Story. And Paul Harvey would take real-life, everyday situations and and make sense out of them. And he'd tell a lot of stories. And so before we get into today's deep topic of why is church attendance at an all-time low, before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. If I were the devil, oh, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population. But I wouldn't be happy until I'd seize the ripest apple on the tree. Thee. So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States of America. And the way I'd do that is first, I'd subvert the church. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers, with the wisdom of a serpent. I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. It's your right. To the young, I would whisper, the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that's what's bad is really good. And what's good is really square. Oh, and the old, I would teach to pray after me. Our Father which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd I'd sell alcohol to ladies in gentle distinction. I'd, I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. Oh, if I were the devil, I'd soon have families that war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. Oh, if I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects 
but neglect to discipline emotions. Just let those emotions run wild until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon, I could even evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and defy science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbols of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. Oh, if I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what do you bet? I could get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich and abortion on demand. I would caution against extremes and hard work and patriotism and moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that when you see on TV is the way to be, and thus... I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there's no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep on doing what he's doing. That was Paul Harvey. Good day. In 1965, the year I was born, I was 57 years old. Paul Harvey wrote that. Think about that. I wrote it now, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Of course, he's just sitting there and wrote that. He wrote it 65 years ago. It was prophesied. And so today, unlike at Mount Adredo, I'm going to have Don know my good friend and Bible teacher, talk. What is going wrong with the church? And we have our own firsthand experiences, real live, real raw, and real authentic. You don't want to miss this. Be right back after these messages. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we're ringing liberty and truth. We go where you go. Stream Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass, your local autoglass specialist. At Advantage Autoglass, we have some crazy ideas. Ideas like a lifetime warranty on all windshield replacements, like a person answering when you call, not a robot, and that you don't need the insurance hassle. We'll handle all the paperwork for you. Crazy, right? 
Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com. It will come to you at home or work anywhere in the metro. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. In your car, at home, and on the job. AM radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Wearebroadcasters.com. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call Bob, and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you, too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And, you know, I love this radio show, Like It Matters Radio. Uh, you know, my leadership training that I do, my two-and-a-half-day intensives that you can read about at likeitmatters.net, that's where the real work takes place. Uh, but the radio show is a chance to go deeper. Whether you've been in my training or not, I, I want to challenge you. I want to inspire you. I want to educate you. Uh, and I want to motivate you. That means move you to do something different. See, man is a three-part being, and uh, as a man of God, as a teacher, God requires me uh, to teach the whole truth, not only a little bit of the truth. And so man is a three-part being. So if you're going to work on man, you've got to work on all three parts. We have a body. That's a machine. It's our tabernacle. It's a tent. It's a temporary dwelling place. It's a carbon-based life form. That means it goes to dust, which it came from. You're not the body. Then you have a brain that runs the body. Battles in the brain. The Bible says that to transform your thinking, to not think like the world. The Bible says to hold your thoughts captive to the beatings of Christ. The Bible says to focus only on those things that are good and pure. The Bible says to guard your heart. I mean, I could just go off the top of my head, and Don could give you a lot more. He's a lot smarter than I am. But it says it right there. So the battles in the mind and epigenetics and science that people like Caroline Leaf, now that we're where we're at, now science is validating what we've always believed. And so, but you're not the body. And you're not the brain. Both of those will be worm food someday. They'll be dirt because from carbon to carbon. What's not carbon about you is your spirit. You are not the body. You are not the brain. You are the spirit. Your spirit occupying that body, it creates a soul. Your spirit running your brain is your mind because you are the spirit. And so even though I do leadership training, even though it's secular training, I'm a man of God. And from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And Scripture comes out of me. In this last class, I had two people that went in there with a bitterness towards God. Listen, I don't want to know. One of the guys said, well, you're so smart. Why the religious crap? And first of all, I want you to know I hate religion just like Jesus did. 
And the reason the church isn't a mess is because of that thing called religion. That's one of the things. We're going to identify three things. But I want you to know, I have to deal with the Spirit because you are the Spirit. Whether you believe in the God of the Bible, whether you believe in a personal entity or not, there is something above us. We are not the top of the food chain in this universe. There's a higher power. If you're AA, call it a higher power. If you're a man of truth, you'll call it God, Yahweh. Adonai El Shaddai, and even though Don doesn't really like this name, Jehovah. So I'll stop talking and get my buddy on the phone here because he's wondering, come on, Black, let me on, let me on, man. All right, let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, my friend and great Bible teacher, Don No. Hey, Don. Hey, Scott, Mr. Black, how are you? And by the uh, way, I think you just it... went on record as saying, I'm smarter than you are. So yeah, I've got yeah, that on tape now. I so did. Don't try did. to deny it, okay? I won't. I won't try at all. So, Don and I uh, are, are friends. We met at a church that neither one of us attends to, and we met at a church that uh, really now is is kind of trash talking us and uh, talking us down and spreading some lies. We're not going to get into all that, but so that's really what brought on this show. You know, uh, Don and I have been hurt a lot by uh, inside the church, but we love God. And we wanted to have this topic, this discussion, because it's real. It needs to be talked about. Uh, and uh, I'm going to have Don come on because Don uh, eats Scripture. He knows Scripture. He's a lot more uh, stuck onto the point of everything, even more so than I am. So I love uh, learning from him. So, Don, just let's open up. Just kind of a little um, a thesis, if you will, maybe take a couple minutes. Uh, and then we'll go into I actually picked out three things. I wanted to get through eschatology, what the Bible says. I wanted to get through the flesh, leadership examples about woke. And then I want to talk about just society in general, the programming that's going on. And so I figure we'll take a segment with each one. And so the first will be we want to talk about eschatology. It is written that, you know, should we be surprised? And so first of all, kind of a thesis, if you don't mind, uh, maybe a couple minutes. Why do you think church attendance is all time low? Just a basic statement. What do you think? Well, A, it's uh, part of uh, end-time prophecy that there would be a falling away, and we are certainly uh, seeing that uh, happen today. And growing up, I, I really kind of interpreted the falling away as people turning away from God and denouncing their belief yeah. in Jesus. And, and, and there certainly is some of that going on. But Satan is a very, very... Uh, experienced foe, and he knows that, that purely turning away uh, from belief in God and belief in Jesus Christ would never be enough to satisfy his desire to conquer the world. So what he's come up with within the church is this uh, alternate theology that creates an idol that is nothing like the God of the Bible. And, and wow. that today is the greatest falling away. Uh, not leaving the church, but belonging to the wrong church, following wow. the wrong theology. And that is the greatest threat to the church today. Uh, and that's stunning. And we've experienced that uh, with the church. I mean, you've got a, a church where there's one guy who's created like a fiefdom. It's fiefdom. He's almost idolized. And, you know, I, I love the Potter's House. I've been to the Potter House. Uh, and I love, I think I belong in a black church. That's so my last name is black. I'm, you know me, I'm a little more vocal with my, with my worship. I'm, I'm into it. I might not be dancing around the hallways, but I'm willing, I'm willing. And so even at the, at the Potter's house, they worship their pastor and it made me feel uncomfortable. And, and I'm going to say, it, you know, going to hope works, you know, it became the Shane show. It became Shane TV and Shane this. And, and now when we brought up some things that weren't going on, 
uh, it got really ugly to when you got an old lady who we love. I'm not going to say her name. Only who we love who says, see you later, Donna. It was nice knowing you. Like, what? Uh, are you dying or is she dying? What? Just because we left the physical body that meets in Fort Worth uh, doesn't mean we're going anywhere. We're still children of God. And so yeah, I see it all the time. But listen, what we're experiencing right now is scripturally accurate, right? Wasn't it is Isaiah who said at the end days that the what's bad will be called good? I mean, tell us a little more about what Scripture says about the end times. Well, Second Timothy uh, sums it up best in, in the fourth chapter in the third verse where it says, For the time will come, well, then we will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to hear their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires. Mm. It kind of sounds mm. like the garden image, doesn't it? You can be yep. your own guard. But what I, I think, and, and one overriding issue that I think we need to really hold on to, you go through times like, like we've gone through recently, but it really sharpens our focus on who we are serving. We are not serving a building, and we are not serving man. We are serving God, and the things that we do on this earth are for the glory, the exaltation, and the development of the kingdom of God. And as long as we stay focused on that, a lot of this other noise doesn't really matter. It, it concerns us because you hate to see people led astray. But the reality of it is they're in God's hands, and he will deal with them in due time. But we have to stay focused on the mission, and the mission is the kingdom of God. And I don't want to let people failures tarnish the body of Christ. And I know you feel the same exact way, and we talk yeah. about this a lot. And we have different ideas of what church is and what church should yeah. look like and what church yeah. should be. And, and I think there is a, a transition away from some of the uh, brick-and-mortar buildings and more real community uh, and that's where we need to be because that is the body. That is the church. Yeah, and what something that you said I meant to address, and I'm, I'm getting new at this uh, interviewing thing, is you're right about the falling away. You and I, I think, talked about it months ago. I, too, believed that the falling away was going to be people just not believing in God. I did not realize it, that it would actually be the church, the church just creating their gospel in a way that fits them well, that feeds their little victims, that feeds the little kingdom. I see a lot of little churches like like the one we just left that are small businesses that, you know, taking money from elderly, taking money from poor people, and then going on trips to New York City and going on sightseeing tours and going to Israel. That's misuse of funds. And so I, I see a lot of that stuff, and I see it turns people off. But what it does, I think, is it takes people who are going to church and it makes them doubt. It makes them start agreeing with the world. It makes them start wondering if this is old. And something you said about the what we call church and how it's shifting. You know, one of the, the, the phrases that people who think you have to go to church to be a Christian is to not forsake the coming together of the brethren, correct? Correct. What does that mean? But that Can doesn't you, have anything kind of to do with rich and mortar. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. At no point does it say you're to go to church three times a week. It doesn't say that. It says do not forsake the coming together of the brethren. Don, are you and I coming together right now? <laughs> we are indeed. <laughs> are you and I coming together on Friday night at your Bible study at your house? 
Hey, we have a great uh, a great little church meeting at our home on Friday night. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, every day you get a ding on your phone, don't you, from me? And it's a little we scripture, isn't often. it? Yeah, we do, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Everyone yeah. should get that ding, by the way. That That is some yeah. good stuff. So let me ask you, is that the coming together of the brethren? How about when I go to Sturgis and I wash people's bikes on my knees and I'm praying for them and leading them to God and talking about Jesus? Is that coming together, brethren? It most definitely is, and and we, you know, we did a, a few weeks, and we're going to go back and revisit it. But what Jesus spoke more about than any other single topic was the kingdom of God. It was basically the very first words uh, of his ministry when he came out of the wilderness. He said, "Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand," and that's that's in Matthew. It's kingdom of heaven. In Mark and Luke, but in Matthew, it's kingdom of God. And and that had nothing to do <laughs> with bricks and mortar, but it had everything to do with living and viewing the world through the lens of a image-bearing creation of God. And Jesus goes on to explain exactly what that means. But nowhere does it, it talk about you must be a member over here, you must belong to this yeah. club, or you must belong to this club. Yeah. It's the it's exact silly. opposite. Yeah, but Scott, silly. about 50 hey, or 60 years ago, time. church. Okay, cool. I'm going to heartbreak time. You've got to hold that thought until yep. after the break because something more powerful than you and I is going to cut us off in a couple seconds. So today <laughs> we're talking with Don No, with Bible you. teacher. We're talking about why church attendance at all-time low. You don't want to miss this conversation. We'll be right back. You're a work in progress. A little more, a little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. It's a top 10 matchup to get the season started for the Johnny football team. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski, and Freedom 1570 is your home for Johnny's football in the Twin Cities. Join me along with Brian Backus and Mike and Charlie Carr for all the action. Our coverage starts on Saturday at 11 a.m. with the Stearns Bank pregame show and the kickoff at noon from Clement Stadium in Collegeville on the Quinn Limited Hughes Johnny Football Radio Network and right here in the Twin Cities on Freedom 1570. Join me to Rally to Read 100 Books. Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit rallytoread.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books, hear your child's favorite authors read their books, and find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school, subject to rules. Visit rallytoread.org today. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. Uh, And uh, I am so excited because today I got my good friend, uh, a fellow Bible teacher, one of the people I love to learn from, a man I think is much more educated in scripture than I am. He likes to hear that. So uh, let's welcome back uh, Don No to Like It Matters Radio. Hey, Don. Hey, it's great um, being with you today, Scott. I appreciate you, man. Uh, real quick, I yeah. uh, got this uh, from, um, who was this from? Uh, who's the Gallup. Gallup. So March 29, 2021, U.S. church membership falls below majority for the first time. In 2020, 47% of U.S. adults belonged to a church, synagogue, or mosque. And you figure Islam has grown pretty rapidly, so that includes Islam. Uh, under 50%, that was the threshold. American membership in houses of worship continued to decline last year, dropping below 50% for the first time in 80 years since it started taking note. In 2020, 47% of Americans said so they belong to a church, synagogue, or mosque, down from 50% in 2018, and 70% in 1999, before the turn of the millennium. 70% of Americans were religious. Now, June 26, 2023, U.S. church attendance still lower than pre-pandemic. Church attendance down an average of four points since before the pandemic. Declines in attendance are seen among every e subgroup. And about 5% of churchgoers are mainly back, are, I mean, are, are doing it virtually. So I want to give you a launching point for what we're talking about. First John 2. Do not love the world or anything in this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, and these are the three struggles we have, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father but from the world. And it says the world is passing away. Children, it is the last hour. And just as you heard that the Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have appeared. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their departure made it clear that none of them belonged to us. And that's what I feel like we're experiencing. I feel like God is separating sheep and goats. I feel like what the pandemic exposed was a weakness in the church. Uh, It showed how uh, dead the church was. How many will say, Lord, Lord, and Jesus is going to say, I never knew you. Oh, yeah, we were there in church every Sunday. We were there every Wednesday. Oh, we did prophesy in your name. We did miracles in your name. We, we cast out demons in your name. Don, 
the only people that do things in Jesus' name are church members. And so he's, that's what he's exactly saying, what you said, that the falling away is inside the church, not outside of it. Yeah, I think one of the greatest threats to the church, if you go back a couple hundred years ago, were wolves in sheep's clothing. But today, I think the greatest threat by far are wolves in shepherd's clothing. And Amen. if you go back about 50 or 60 years ago, Scott, the, the church, the Protestant church, the Catholics figured this out a lot sooner, but the Protestant church woke up to the fact that church can be big business. But it changes the paradigm of, of what you are trying to accomplish. And yeah. when, you, when you monetize every person who walks through that door and you see them not as a soul but purely as a dollar sign, then it changes everything that goes on. And you, it becomes very competitive between church to church because they're not building the kingdom of God. They are building their own kingdom. Yep. And yep. it shifts everything in their teaching because now they can't afford to offend anyone. They have to keep everybody happy so they can't talk about the cross and they can't talk about the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you something. Entertainment is no substitute for the Holy Spirit. No amount of lights and smoke and hairspray transforms a life. And when you leave church exactly how you arrived at church, you will eventually Amen. not go to church. And that's what's Amen. happened in the American Amen. church. There's no mystery whatsoever. We're not good Amen. entertainers. Amen. Amen. And Billy Graham said it best. Remember Billy Graham said uh, oh, yeah. that Christ Christians. Christians yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Christians do far more to scare people away from God than any of the wiles of the devil. Uh, he said that. And, and again, we just leave in a church where, oh, my gosh. I mean, all we want to do is love God. All we want to do is help people, provide food, provide food of for the body, provide food for the soul. And because we weren't building up someone's fiefdom, because we could take away from his authority and power, they're now trash talking us and you got anger issues and I'm out there destroying churches. And I'm, wow, this is the, this is the man of God spreading rumor. And, and I think that's what happens. The people get so turned off by the flesh, uh, by the leadership example. Remember we talked about this. You and I were talking about this before. Leadership is a loop. God gave me this a while back. He says you got to flex your pecs. It's P-E-C, permission, example, culture. We give people permission. You know, I know Kyle, one of our great worship leaders at, 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 at the Methodist Church there in Joshua, you know, Kyle left the church that we left as well. Uh, and, you know, Kyle used to really, we used to talk a lot. I said, man, you know, Shane should be right at the front leading by example. He should be worshiping, have his hands up. He won't even show up for worship. And he used to get so mad. And for me as a leadership principle, we give people permission. If I don't see the pastor worshiping, if I don't see the pastor raising, I don't see the pastor getting into it, I wonder, is that okay? Which brings us to the E, example. A picture's worth how many words, Don? A few. Yeah. Yeah, a thousand, right? Because That's it's right. one of the pictures. What are the pictures we're given? Are, are the pictures of our life, are they getting people closer to God or are they get, moving them farther away? And then it's culture. Culture, repeated norms, acceptable behaviors. What are the patterns? 
that people are seeing? Are those patterns getting people more intimate with the Holy Spirit, or are those patterns getting them to worship you as a man? So that's what it's about. What kind of example, what kind of permission are we given, and what are the acceptable behaviors, repeated norms in our churches? And that's the example that either gets people that come closer to God in that church or moves away from that building and from that God. And I think that's a lot what's going on today. People are turned off by what they're seeing in church. Do you, do you think that's fair or no? Absolutely. And I mean, when we grew up, going to church was a tradition. I mean, you went to church because your parents went yeah, to church, period. and they went to church because yep. their grandparents. Well, that that yep. no longer exists. That's gone. And I yeah. think the decade that we're living in, unless the rapture comes, which will obviously very much change these numbers, but I think you're going to see the largest drop ever in church attendance in the decade that we're living in because there is nothing in most churches that transform lives. And the message of, you know, this religion of fulfillment is a false hope and a false promise, and it has caused tens of millions of people to walk away from the church because it didn't happen in their life. They have fashioned a God and they have fashioned a Jesus that is not the Jesus or the God of the Bible. And when you do that, there is no power in that message. It's just promises. And the promises are in false hope of things that are going to happen if you just give a little more, if you just have a little more faith. And that is not the message of the Bible. The message of the Bible is the cross, the crucifixion, the blood of Jesus Christ, the empty tomb on the third day, our hope in an eternal life. There is power in that message. There is no power in all your wildest dreams will come true. There is no power in that. All there is is future disappointment. Yeah, read Ecclesiastes, right? I mean, here's the wealthiest man. King Solomon cut out all the money, wealthiest man ever lived, all the women, hundreds of wives, thousands of wives, all the horses from Egypt, and he wrote Ecclesiastes. It's all, all frivolous. It's all a waste. Here's a guy who had everything. But it's not just that. I think what you're saying is true. It's like, man, with the way Shane acted and what that church, Hope Works, is doing to you and me and other people now, it, it's hard to walk into another church. I, I'm telling you right now. But, but opposite of that, you know, one of the reasons why we left there is, you know, there's a lot of things going on. We've got, you know, elders who are, 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 are sexual predators and uh, not allowable. And that's what I want to bring into I work with people who work with the Catholic Church against the Catholic Church in exposing all the pedophilia and the abuse. Let's be honest. I had a class two weeks ago that two people walked into my class hating God, but they don't really hate God. What happened was people who represented God did some bad things to them. I don't know what it was, but it was so bad that now they despise anybody talking about God. They don't even like to think about God. And there's a lot of evil going on in churches as well uh, under the guise of Christianity. Uh, you know that, not just the Catholic Church. Can you speak of that at all? Well, there, there certainly is. And, and again, I think, I think the greatest disservice is just candy-coating uh, the message of the gospel. And making it sound like it's just, uh, you know, just invite Jesus in your heart and your life will all be, you know, your life will be changed. Well, there's a little more to it than that. And Jesus spoke, I mean, 50 times in the book of Matthew, and I think there are about 50 pages. He talks about repent, the kingdom of God 
is at hand. Repent. <laughs> Even the, the tabernacle and eventually the temple layout, the first thing that you did was offer a sacrifice. And you didn't go any further into the temple complex or the tabernacle complex until the sacrifice was offered. And, and we skip over that. We don't want to talk about that because that, you know, somebody might be kind of turned off by that. And they've built such an infrastructure that they're really they, – they have no choice. You know, it, it's almost like the independent school district uh, here in Dallas. I think at one time they estimated there were seven administrators for every one student. Is there something a little wow. upside down about that? And yeah, the church wow. has become the same way. We're totally yeah. top-heavy on many of these churches, and it locks them into not being able to afford not one empty seat that's yeah. going to put into the offering so we can't offend. We can't talk about the things that the church needs to talk to. And consequently, there's yeah. no power in that church. And that's no, the thing that breaks my heart. And it's people failures. Well, it's it is not yeah. God. Yeah. It's no. not the Bible. And it's it's the, people failures. No. And it's keeping the transformation taking place because the whole purpose, God meets us where we're at, but he doesn't leave us there. He transforms Precisely. us from the inside right. out. That's Absolutely. the key. And that's what you're talking about. That transformer, transformative power is, is missing because it's man doing it. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's, it's the Scott Black show or the Shane show or whatever. It's not the Jesus show. Uh, so we're getting ready to go hard break again. Uh, please stay with me. What I want to hit after the break is now the whole concept of what's going on in America and the world about woke. How is that affecting church attendance? That's what we'll be talking about after the break with Bible teacher Don No. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring true therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. $525 is a cost to empower one woman to save their baby at Robbinsdale Women's Center. Did you know that last year, 279 moms chose life for their unplanned pregnancy? You can support RWC by donating a one-time gift of $525 or $44 a month to save a baby. Donate at rwcinfo.org. Empowering a mom saves her child. Give today to make a difference at rwcinfo.org. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. 
Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907-800-210-7907-800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And, yeah, I learned, uh, John, that I shouldn't be giving my uh, phone number out on the air because I got all these people now texting me during my show. And they go, hey, what text does he get every day? Well, I'll tell you what text. There's a a text I post every single day on wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. It's scripture. Uh, it's not a T-shirt slogan. It's a meal. So it's not a light rating. It's deep. It's structured. Do it every single day. If you go to wayofwarrior.blog, uh, the very bottom right-hand side, you'll see follow. If you put in your email address every day when I post, and I post every single day, 12 years straight, uh, it'll send it to you. Some people I actually text it to. I text it to about five, 600 people individually every day. I used to do it to 1,000, so I'm getting better. But that's what they're talking about. And today we're talking with Don No, who's a good friend of mine. We both used to attend a church that uh, is now uh, uh, aggressively trashing us. So uh, uh, we thought it'd be nice to talk about why is church attendance at an all-time low. Hey, Don, you know, uh, one thing I uh, I do, and I know, and I've been a fan. I gave you a copy. I also study the Quran as well, uh, just mm-hmm. so I can talk. Muslim Islam is a growing faith, so uh, you know. I, and again, I'm not a Muslim, but I like to know, be able to talk to people. And you know, in the Quran, seventy percent of the Quran is from the Bible. And one of the things that's in the Quran, which I found interesting, and that's also in the Bible, is the rebellion of Korah. I found that so interesting. For those that don't know the story of the rebellion Korah, it's recorded in number 16, and it demonstrates the grim consequences of usurping the authority that God has given to those who he puts in control. Uh, and uh, Korah was was basically mad at Moses, said, hey, uh, you think you're better than everybody else. I deserve some authority. I deserve some power. What about me? And he got like 250 other men to challenge Moses said, you know, they basically said, you've gone too far. The whole community is holy, not just you, every one of them. And the Lord's with them. Then why do you set yourself above the Lord's assembly? Doesn't that sound like the woke of today? Well, men are evil. Who put men in charge? Well, this is that. This is what's going on. I want to talk about this whole concept of woke, how this whole liberal philosophy, I believe, underlying is to move people away from God. Think about this. We have a perfect God and an omniscient God, perfect knowledge. And for you to say that God screwed up your sex. So, Don, you weren't supposed to be a boy. You were supposed to be a girl. And that's how screwed up God is, that he can't even get your gender right. And so what goes in there, is there really a God? And if there is a God, he's not perfect. 
He's not holy. He's, you see what I'm saying? To me, it's a way to disintegrate from the inside out the whole concept of a God. What do you think? I, absolutely. And, I, I, you know, that, that has been the attack of the enemy, and it, it's been the attack since, since, you know, the Garden of Eden. But there are three biblical truths that if we could really focus on and learn to live and walk in these truths, and that is there is one race— there are Amen. two genders, and life is precious. And if we Amen. could drive home those points within our, our church community, within the American church, think about how many of the struggles in society would just evaporate. They would melt away if we would just embrace what the Bible declares in the opening pages. Life is precious. There Amen. are two genders, and there is only one race. We are That's all it. Of one race. Yep. And, and I always say this, Don, if you, I'll give you two races if, this if, it's an asterisk here, if those races are redeemed and unredeemed. If those races <laughs> are ch- children of God and children of the world, right? Yeah. That's fair because that's Absolutely. what God said. Isn't that what uh, the Bell of Peor, right? The Bell of Peor is when they, they got the donkey, right? The talking donkeys in there, right? When they say, listen, if we can get these Israelites just to, to lay with these uh, Gentile women, then they'll start following after their God. See, that was the opening. The, the word payor means opening. That's actually what the word means is opening. That mm-hmm. created an opening. And I, I'm, I have in my hands, Don, Christianity Today. Now, I know it's not a favorite magazine, but Christianity Today. And ready with the cover? This is on the cover, and it's in pastels, blended pastels like the LGBTQ rainbow. It says, does it matter if Christians declare their pronouns? So this is the lead article. And I just got one paragraph. Quote, the stakes around language and gender are high. Some people argue that to use their self-identified pronouns is to erase their existence. For them, pronouns are not just preferred. They are, in fact, the most accurate. And when mental health and suicidal, suicidality are on the line, some advocates like the Minnesota Department of Health say that using a person's correct pronoun saves lives. So this is the discussion in the church, not about Jesus, not about transformation, not about hope, but the talk is, should we be transgendering people, changing the gender? I mean, doesn't this kind of tell us a little bit what's wrong with the church? Well, it is the most demonic. I mean, you know, that and the topic of your show yesterday about taking innocent life. I mean, if there is something more demonic than that, I I don't know what it is. I mean, those those strike at the very core of of our identity and and God created us he created us with a purpose he created us male and female uh and and any time the world is is trying to destroy God then they destroy the things that he he stands for and family and marriage and now gender has become a a major issue and and kids you know it's funny because all of the numbers of people coming out in these different, you know, I can't even keep track of it anymore, but it's all in that, that 18, you know, or 15 to 25 or 18 to 30. There aren't, you know, men and women in their forties and fifties having these problems. And it's a society, it's the societal pressure that has made that cool to be something that you're not really, that you really aren't. But the problem is when you detach yourself from your God given identity, then there is nothing that tethers you to reality. And those kids are 22 times more likely to harm themselves. 
And and that if that doesn't just crush you, there's something wrong. Yeah. You know, we are allowing oh. it, and we're on the sidelines in many cases. And the church even getting behind some of these movements that are just yeah, demonic. Stunning. It yeah, is stunning. And but. And by the way, I got this article here, Spike in Teen Depression Aligns with Rise of Social Media, News Suggest. Now, listen to this. Teens are twice as likely to agree with depressive statements to compare to a, de- a decade ago. Listen to these statements. I can't do anything right. I do not enjoy life. My life is not useful. You know what this person needs? This person needs an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ because all three of those statements will be negated, Right. All three Absolutely. of those. The Bible says that you can do all things right because you are a child of God. It, the Bible says you have a purpose and a plan for your life. I know the pro- purpose I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. And then he says, my life is not useful. Oh, my gosh, Romans eight twenty eight. God causes all things to work for the good, for those who love him, who are called according to what? His purpose. purpose. How can it not be useful? If the God of the universe created you with a purpose in mind. See, this is the hope. Now, here's another article. Ready for this one? Decline in church attendance drove deaths of despair among middle-aged white population. Ready for this? Death by drugs, alcohol, and suicide, known as deaths of despair, dramatically increased among middle-aged white Americans in the late 20th century due to low participation in organized religion that was preceded by a repeal of blue laws that prohibited commercial activities on Sunday. We've turned it into a business, Scott. The church has been turned into a business, and and a business can't can't resolve any of the issues of mankind. They are helpless. Nope. Uh, Only the blood of Christ. No, and that's right. And I go to logic. You know, I always, you know, you said I should teach. You know, there's the logical levels. <laughs> there's six levels yeah. of, uh, of beliefs. Uh, it's behavior, environment, uh, capabilities, belief system, values, identity, and then spirit. And Einstein told us that you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. If the problem is man and the problem is man, it's always man. We cannot solve the problem of man. We got to go to a level above that. And that is God. Uh, and I want everybody to know about my God, the God of, uh, called Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Don No, the God of Scott Black. Uh, and Don, real quick before I get you off, I want you to plug your coffee. Don's a coffee guy. Not only does he teach incredible Bible study, but he also makes incredible coffee. He has a, a gig where he makes money selling coffee and all that. Tell us about your business. How do they get a hold of you if you're in the Dallas area? Yeah, we are a roaster uh, and purveyor of fine coffees here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and you can go on to MetroCoffee.com and push Metro Coffee Group. I'm sorry, MetroCoffeeGroup.com and and place your order, and we would love to have the business, and and we'll get it shipped out the door. And I want to just make one other real quick plug, Scott. I mean, you're aware of this, but soon, soon we'll be able to uh, point people to a an outlet for some additional teaching, and it's the uh, biblical lens of truth where we're going to have some uh, content available uh, on YouTube channel that will enable people to access teaching anytime, anywhere. Right, tell us we're what's, really what excited it real about quick. it. What is it? What's the biblical what's the lens website? of truth? And that's awesome. the biblical awesome. lens of truth. Awesome. All right, Don. God bless you, brother. Scott, I'll thanks. see you tomorrow night Enjoy at your it. house. I'm bringing spaghetti. All right. God bless you, brother. <laughs> we'll be ready. Thanks. I, I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Mike Gallagher here. Time is running out to join us in Israel this fall. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. We'll visit amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk the same streets that Jesus walked in Jerusalem, tracing back the steps of Jesus and the disciples. We'll float in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects. We'll visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you'll always remember fondly. No other trip will be like this one. Sign up today to travel with Dennis Prager and yours truly, Mike Gallagher, to Israel. Call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. Or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.